You. <laughs> hey, hey, cut it out. Cut it out. The Barry Farber fan club is all there in the next room going, boo, boo, thumbs down. Boo, I'll boo you. Well, all right. Uh, I, I, uh, among other things, now, and I want you to pay attention here now. You, you, uh, you let Skip go back to his games that he's playing in there. He's got a game that he's playing with uh, Eddie Zajac in the next room. Uh, I, am now about to embark on a on a completely revolutionary program of going straight. Yep, no 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 don't don't look that way. No 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 I received a card just last week. And the card said simply this Shepherd, when are you going to cut the fooling around? When are you going to do the important stuff that you are capable of doing? Signed, an expectant listener. Well, they're the worst kind. You get a listener that's... Pra- I mean, you get a listener that's ex- expectant, and you got yourself a handful. Now, this listener ticked off a train of thought, a train of uh, self-analysis, a whole sequence of uh, self-excoriation. And I sat in my office with the door closed, I looked up at the air conditioning unit, which has not worked for four years. And I thought to myself, he is right. The time has come for Shepard to come to grips with himself. In fact, I, I uh, met two of the salesmen in the hall. And one of them took my hand tenderly in his hand and said, Shep, this is going to be the year, right? I said, yes, Bob, I think this will be the year. So, from now on, I'm going to do the things which are meaningful in this medium. First of all, you have noticed that in the past, Shepard has completely disdained one of the most deeply held and uh, one of the most widely practiced rituals of this medium. I have not interviewed anybody. I apologize to you. We all know that radio is about interviewing people. So, beginning next year, I've lined up a whole series of wonderful guests that I think you'll enjoy. There's been, I've, I've, uh, there's over 300 guests that I've lined up already, all of whom have written exciting, insightful, deep, and penetrating analyses of how rotten we are and why we should get out of Vietnam. Now, that's going to be an exciting thing to look forward to. I have another wonderful series of guests. I have one lady, by the way, who's coming on next week who uh, wrote a marvelous book. It's written in free verse. A marvelous book on how to paint cats on velvet. It's a marvelous book, and uh, we're going to have her on. Uh, Furthermore, there's another thing that I have been remiss in in the past, uh, in my entire work. Have you noticed that I, I never give you the time? We know that this is one of the most important things that radio does, right? 
from now on, I will give you the time at no less than 15 or 20 second intervals. There will be a lot of time. I will also, uh, we, we, uh, I, I've recognized, uh, sitting, you know, in my office, I think, what, you know, what, what other things has Shepard failed in? No temperature. I have not given you the temperature once the past year. I apologize. And I can understand why so many people think that Shepard's some kind of a madman uh, on the radio, because obviously he does not give time, he does not give temperature, he does not interview people, and uh, he doesn't, you know, sit around and make snotty remarks about the president. Okay? That will be corrected. In the future, you can count on a steady stream of angry barbs from me about uh, whoever's in. I mean, I don't care who's going to be afraid. It doesn't make any difference. And uh, that will take care of the social significance side of our program, which we admit have been totally remiss in. Now, uh, there are other things. I have failed to give you scores. Repeatedly, I have failed to give you scores. I have ignored the fact that Hofstra took a drubbing from Seton Hall. Endlessly. I have not put it on the air. I repeat, I will correct that in the future. And I have even more serious things to deal with, too, as far as my own failing is concerned. One is the matter of self-indulgence. Very bad. Uh, this is, this is a, going to be the most difficult transition to make. I realized that one year ago, I told you in all good faith that I was no longer going to play those ugly, awful, puerile, bad-sounding instruments that I persisted in playing, namely the Jews harp and the kazoo. I, I admit, I, I admit, I, I, I told you last year I was not going to do it, and I fell, I fell, I fell. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I, I have it, it's, it's on my desk. I have a, one of these uh, wax pencils, the red one, and inside the middle drawer on my desk, I marked off each day that I got through successfully last year without giving in to the Jews harp and the kazoo, which once you're hooked on, it's almost impossible to stop. It's a terrible thing. It's worse than pot. It's worse than it's worse than hash. The whole bit. It can get you. You know how many days I went last year before I fell? Nineteen. Well, I intend to do better this year. I intend to do better. As a matter of fact, I, I, I sent through a memo to Martha Dean. And I'm giving her my Jews harps, my kazoos. She's repeatedly stolen them in the past. And uh, it's caused a lot of difficulty. And so I'm just giving her my whole collection. She can play it on her show. And that's the way it's going to be next year. Uh, also, I'm going to include, uh, we also know that uh, one of the most important things uh, that all radio shows do, they include 30-second headlines. I will give you 30-second headlines with an echo chamber. And they will be 30-second capsule dynamic headlines. It, you'll have action news on my show. Do you like this new Shepard art? And, and another thing I've, I've persisted in doing, I have, and this is a terrible thing to do, radio stations, as you probably are aware, are, are really concerned 
more than any other thing, with advertising themselves. Radio stations will spend endless hours and tremendous numbers of, of man hours in creating station breaks. What does Shepard do? Well, if he doesn't forget them entirely, he often will say, W.R. New York, this is ridiculous. Silly. Can you give me a little echo chamber? All right. I'm working on a series of... Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet, Arthur, please. I'll, I'll give you the cue. Uh, I'm working on a series of dynamic station breaks that I think are going to add a little more uh, charisma to my show, a little more dynamic charisma involvement in our time. For example, how about this one, Art? Let's go. W-W-W-W-W-O-O-O-O-O-R-W-O-R. Fun radio. Fun, 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 fun. There's a station break. You see how that'll add a little to my show. And uh, there's a lot of other things. For example, now here, typical thing. I tend, and I, I've noticed this so much, ever since I was five or six, it was that way. I tend to take a supercilious view of the news and serious things of our time. For example... I, I, I don't I, 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 I didn't take Eugene McCarthy seriously enough. I mean, you know, great thinker and all. I should have done that. Uh, I on the other hand, I tend to take things which are truly trivial too seriously. <laughs> and uh, this will be corrected. Now, for example, now uh, the other day I'm sitting there, you see, and and uh, I'm in the barber shop and. And I don't go to the barbershop, I don't, you know, I don't go to get my hair cut. It's just an old habit. I just go sit in the barbershop. Now, today, you know, guys don't get their hair cut anymore. Barbers are in really having trouble. You know that. You, you realize that, all right. But now, they, they now charge $2 for a half hour of sitting. You can come in and sit in a chair for half an hour. And somebody named, uh, you know, somebody named Pippi or Tony or somebody will trot around you and spray you with unguents and, uh, whisper sweet nothings in your ear for half an hour. It's good feeling. And uh, this is a, a, it's kind of a male ritual. It's, uh, it's, uh, it goes way back into, into the earliest days. It's still practiced, you know, in uh, certain areas of Polynesia. However, uh, we are now at a vestigial stage. This sort of thing will be corrected. I'm sitting there and I, I read, uh, for example, I'm reading the Times, and uh, I noticed that uh, there was an article in the Times that says, uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. It says, after more than a year of discord, the presidents, the residents, presidents of Puerto Rico's two legislative houses have found at last, long last, one thing that they can agree on, cockroaches. And uh, they had a debate there, and uh, it was the first time that the two presidents of the two houses agreed on anything. They decided to both get together and fight cockroaches. Now, I sat there in the barber chair, and I thought, well, you know, this is an important piece. I said to myself, well, it's the only thing the man can agree on is uh, cockroaches and beer. Those are the only thing, really things. He doesn't agree on sex. You'd be, well, oh, boy, that's one of the very uh, uh, controversial things. Man does not agree on sex. Do you agree with that, Art? Right. Not at all. Uh, we're just getting our machinery working. We, we've got a lot of technical things we're going to have to work on. Now, here, I, I, I will play this instrument. This is going to be the last time I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you the kind of thing that's not going to any longer burden you. I, I, I have received hundreds and hundreds of letters from nice ladies who write on 
light green and light blue stationery who say things, for example, Dear Mr. Shepherd, I do not understand why a man of your obvious intelligence persists in playing that ridiculous, obscene musical instrument which I prefer to call the jaw harp. Signed, a John Gambling listener. And if this persists, I will write a letter to Mr. Gambling and have you fired. Well, I, uh, I, 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 I must say that uh, you're right, madam. It is a ridiculous and sad instrument. It sounds like this, for those of you who haven't heard it. Sickening instrument. Anybody who, you know, has any taste in music at all recognizes the fact that the accordion is a far better instrument. The accordion, as played by the Lawrence Welk Band. Uh, this, uh, this is truly music. Now, if you will, Art, if you will please... Uh, I, I, you know, it, it sickens me to do this. I don't want to do this. Because already I'm beginning to revolt. I have a feeling of revulsion against the old shepherd. I mean, the, 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 you remember the shepherd that used to do stuff like this? Please, Art, please, give that to me. What's with this? Sickening. Now, I can understand why you've had a feeling of revulsion about that for years. That will no longer be heard on this program. You feel better now, Art, about that? I know that that, that bothered you a bit, too. Uh, and that will not be heard. Now, if you'll uh, please uh, reset that, I'll show you another thing that will shortly be a member of uh, that great, vast horde of memorabilia of the past. It's never going to be heard on my show again. Please, Art. Warming up here. Bring it up big, Art. company memo envelope address it to Martha Dean and say plate in good health honey there it goes aren't you glad of that you have no comment Art you mean you're 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 uh, it's it's impossible to be uh, to be non-committal on the on a thing like either you hate it you dig it that's all and uh, oh you know you won't hurt my feelings it's all right Art 
all right. No, no. Not at all. That's another thing, too, that uh, I'm going to work on during this forthcoming year. The general area, this is very touchy here, insensitivity. Have you noticed that I have been remarkably impervious to, uh, well, to things that I should seriously be sensitive about? For example, a truly uh, with-it man of our time feels that he is embattled against a barbarian civilization, correct? I mean, if you call that. <laughs> he, is, he is constantly pursued by a thing called the system. Well, from now on, I will embody all those virtues. There will be very few shows in which I will not make fleeting and scathing reference to the establishment. That, uh, I agree that I have not done this in the past. Mainly because I have never been able to determine who the hell the establishment is. But everybody else seems to know very well. So uh, I'm going to correct that. I've gone to several of my, my more uh, sensitive friends, and they've outlined various types of establishments that I should be very bugged about. And uh, I, will, uh, I will take care of that in the future. It's going, to, it's going to be a much nicer show. And another thing, too, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I've been remiss in another very important area. Anybody today who is uh, at all important, uh, who... Uh, he has to, I have to learn to use the correct words. I have not used the proper words. For example, uh, I have consistently refused to use such words as uh, oh, uh, level of understanding. It's a good phrase. A Socratic dialogue. It's an important phrase. Uh, I have rarely used such words as uh, decentralized charismatic analysis of the current intra-group struggle. I mean, you, you hear this kind of thing on David Suskind's show, and I'm going to correct that. I, I persistently refuse to... Uh, not refuse, I've just... Due to the, my deep-seated failures of my character, I have not uh, carried forward those things. And, my, and, and never, you will not hear any jokes on this show. I, I'm, uh, I'm doing without that completely. That's going to be expunged. Now, nobody, if I do at any time show any ironic humor at all, it will be about they, the evil ones who are doing bad stuff to us. Okay? You will never hear me laugh at Paul Krasner. You will never hear me take uh, uh, the village voice lightly. You will never at any point hear me do any of these bad things which I've done in the past. Now, do you feel a little better about that, Art? Oh, another thing, too. I will begin to take rock seriously. That's better. That won't be easy, but that's better. <laughs> I mean, uh, and uh, I will, I will pretend, I will pretend along with the rest of you that uh, the greatest poet of the modern era was Bob Dylan. Uh, it, well, that won't be easy, but I'll do it. And uh, well, no, I, I, you've got to get in with these. See? And also, I will, I will, uh, as, as hard as I can. I will have to become a Joe Namath fan. Anybody who's who's in, and I will also, as you know, almost all of the people in the uh, you know the beautiful arts people uh, are for some reason or other ape over boxing these years, right? So 
so I will begin to take boxing very seriously. I'll start hanging around with Jose Torres, and I'll tell you about the time I talked to Patterson, Floyd Patterson, and uh, me and Gay Talese will uh, we'll not miss any fights at all. We'll be at all the fights, and uh, we're going to carry on. And, and, of course, I will have to start going to parties with Gloria Steinem in the, uh, in the forthcoming year. Yes, I know Gloria very well, and she knows me very well. But it was in a very different context, and we don't talk about it. It's true. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so, uh, so all these things will be taken care of in the future. And I, and, I, and I think, you know, since this is New Year's Day, I think a good day, this is a good day, an excellent day, to, uh, to uh, go back over one's failings and one's faults, to lay out a plan for the future, uh, a clean, concise plan, that uh, deals meaningfully. This is a good word I'm going to use. It deals meaningfully with our past failures and proposes an alternative plan. This is also a good phrase. It, it proposes, let's put it this way, it, it proposes an alternative route to a charismatic understanding of the ultimate culmination of the meaningful purpose of our program of activity. I just want you to think about that for a minute. Don't take it lightly. Think about it. In other words, where are you heading? Where is Shepherd heading? Where are we all heading? Right? Well, all right. As of... Uh, I, I thought you'd see it that way. <laughs> well, uh, as of... <laughs> George... There I go. Now, there I go. I'm laughing. Now, now that's a, not a, 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 a... You shouldn't laugh at this guy. WBAI would not laugh at that. Absolutely. That would be serious with WBAI. Uh, WBAI would say, very seriously, they would, they would do a program entitled, Where Are We Headed? And uh, they would seriously believe that in one hour they could uh, analyze where, where we are headed, where we should go, why we allow stuff in the past, and the future of mankind in general. Now, I've got to get into that frame of mind if I'm going to be seriously accepted by, well, let's say, RAT, the Underground Journal of the Depraved. Uh, I, I just have to do this. No question about it. Now, I think, too, uh, there's another thing. I swear allegiance. I'm raising my hand. You cannot see me, but I am raising my hand. Right, Art? I swear allegiance, too. Eric Severide, Walter Cronkite. I have taken him lightly in the past, I admit. I swear allegiance to Paul Krasner. I have taken Paul lightly in the past. We're old friends, and I thought, you know, I could, but I realize now that I have been remiss. I swear allegiance to Nat Hentoff. I've known Nat for many years, and maybe that's my failure. I swear allegiance to Nat Hentoff. I uh, swear allegiance to uh, uh, Peter Fonda. Uh, not a very good actor. We, c we can see that. I mean, you know, but uh, he, he makes good posters. I swear allegiance to Peter Fonda. Hello. 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 Oh, it's not here at all. It's somewhere in here. Did you hear that? Didn't you hear the mic go on? It did. It just went off for a minute. Maybe Fonda's listening. Well, you know, you can't take this stuff lightly. So all of these things will be very much in evidence 
on future programs. You have probably noticed another thing. Certainly they have on the 23rd floor. A tendency to take the commercial lightly. That's pernicious. Well, now, wait, wait, think about it for a minute. What is it that most kids enjoy most on television? Commercial, of course. Where does the most consistent talent show up? Commercials. Beautiful photography, magnificent production. I will henceforth recognize the commercial for one of the major art forms of our time. I will no longer take them lightly. And I promise, beginning... Well, I can't uh, get the time this week. Beginning next week, I promise to read TV Guide from cover to cover every week. I want to get back into the swim of my fellow Americans. I have, uh, from time to time, taken the Reader's Digest lightly. I will renew the subscription that I had to Reader's Digest once when I was in the Warren G. Harding School and I want a subscription for selling seeds. I will renew that subscription. I'm straightening a lot of things out. In the past, you know, uh, oh, of course I don't, I don't want to belabor this point too much, but uh, I, I, I feel, however, even now, even just thinking of these things, confessing my, my remissions in the past, I feel cleaner and better. Why don't you look right now at the radio? Just, just go ahead, go ahead. Just look, look right at the speaker right now, and say this out loud. Just say this out loud. I will straighten up. I just say it. I repeat, in case you forgot it already. You know, you're, I, I understand that your your uh, span of attention is like maybe eight or nine milliseconds. So uh, I will I will uh, also clear that up in the future. I will repeat everything three or four times the way they do on television. Now, uh, look into the loudspeaker and say this. I, I will, will straighten, straighten up. up. Go ahead, do it. Don't you feel better now? But you kind of feel warm inside. And also, if you, uh, you know, if you really want to get at the root of the problem, say to yourself, I'll take it seriously. From here on in, I'll really take Bella Abzug seriously. Take it all seriously. You know, there's two kinds of people. Of course, uh, you can divide mankind into billions of types of people, but there are two general types. The Kvetchers and the others. The ones who take life seriously. Life is a struggle. And then there's the others. Now, who keep, at the wrong moments, breaking out in the wild, maniacal laughter. I admit that I am in that category. I've never seriously taken it any seriously, you know. I will settle that hash once and for all. Beginning next week, you'll not find me laughing at life. Life is earnest.
life is real. And life is a struggle. The good guys against the bad guys. Now, you know that from time to time I've even taken that very, very important concept lightly. You've heard me do that. That will not any longer pertain on our show. We are good guys. Say that to yourself. I, I am, am a, a good, good guy. guy. The others are bad guys. And don't ever waver in that. Once you start wavering in that, you start, you know, you start seeing the fact that the other guy can be a little bit good and you're something sort of rotten, you're in trouble. You agree with that, Art? Oh, indeed. <laughs> you must really believe. So uh, I, I, I'm clearing that up, and there's other things, too, that I'm going to work on in the future. For one thing, uh, I have from uh, time to time said bad things about New Jersey. I will no longer say bad things about New Jersey. I will, in fact, if anything, become a New Jersey booster in the future. I have from time to time even said bad things about suburban living. You've caught that from time to time, haven't you, Art, in my show? All out. All out. Suburbanites are wonderful, warm people. From time to time, I have taken youth lightly. Now, any real thinker of our day concedes, not only concedes, he propounds loudly that youth, anyone under 25, is a superior human being in every respect. He is better educated. He has a better set of brain muscles. He is superior morally. He is superior intellectually. And he has greater values than anybody over 25. Right, Art? Now, I have taken that lightly in the past. This will no longer pertain. In fact, if anything, I will sink to my knees before anybody who is under 25 and and to beg for just tolerance, that they will tolerate me. And I will do this over and over again. In fact, I, I, you know one of my big campaigns are for this coming year? To give the 12-year-olds the vote. And, concomitantly, I'm going to go further than that, to take the vote away from anybody over 30. How do you like that? And that's self-sacrifice. I admit I am over 30. But I realize, too, now in my The New Shepherd, I realize that due to the fact that I am over 30, I am unworthy of true morality. It is impossible for me to have uh, any true compassion. Uh, it is impossible for me to understand love. It is impossible for me to understand anything about peace, any of these things. So I concede that. And I say that anybody over 30 should not have the vote. Boy, that'll make me popular, won't it? And, uh... <laughs> and, uh... Oh, there I go. Laughing again. And at my own concept. One does not laugh at one's own concept. One laughs at others' concepts. Which, of course, are always puerile. Superficial. And destructive. My concepts are constructive, idealistic, charismatic, and other-directed. Which is kind of nice. Hey, George. But uh, no, there I go. Oh, it's not easy to break these habits. 
But uh, these are all things which will be corrected on my show uh, in the future. Uh, I uh, There are other things. Uh, for example, uh, I'm going to join as many ad hoc committees as I can. In fact, uh, I, I, I already have uh, sent in applications, and I sent them in this morning. Here it is, the first day of the year, to 17 ad hoc committees, ranging all the way for the soup. Uh, there's one committee, the new one that I just uh, saw, the uh, the Sane Control and Nuclear Application of Spiro Agnew. I, as an ad hoc committee, I've sent this in, and I'm going to be a member. By the way, I'm also going to take to wearing buttons. I have notoriously resisted wearing buttons. Because, uh, under the foolish idea, if you, you know, last year I had the foolish idea that uh, I was not a joiner. People who are important people today are joiners. Hardly a day goes by, but what I don't see, a full-page ad in the Times denouncing whatever administration is in, and there's a list of people under It's always the same people. Jules Piper's on every one of them. He must be on 4,000 committees. Lillian Hellman must be on 17,000 committees. Her name is universal. Is there a Lillian Hellman? Doesn't she make mayonnaise or something? Uh, I will take care of that in the future. I will join committees. And uh, I will fly to protest immediately. I will protect the Indian. I will protect the cockroach. I will campaign ceaselessly in behalf of the downtrodden toad. I will fight for minorities wherever they are. As long as, uh, you know, as long as they invite me on the David Susskind show and a few other things that go along with that. I mean, but after all, that's part of the emoluments that one gets out of one's involvement in today's life. Now, are there any questions? I mean, I don't want anybody to misunderstand me here. I'm just, uh, see, I'm, I'm, you notice how, how much more affable I am? I, that's another thing, too, uh, affability. There was, you know, I, I, went, I went through this irascible thing where, uh, you know, I used to believe, really, that I knew things, which is silly. It's other people. You, one must listen to others. They know. And uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to be a follower in the forthcoming year as befits the thinking man of our time. One must believe. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, I must join with uh, Mr. Galbraith, other thinkers of our day. And uh, whoever is president is obviously a boob and a nitwit. From here on in. We define the presidency. Boob, nitwit. Right, Art? What do you mean, no? Arthur? You sure you want to work on this show? I mean, I can easily have you transferred to a couple of other dillies that are around here. And, uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, now, uh, I kind of like that. Uh, at no point... Hello? Oh, oh, wait a minute here. That's my little uh, earphones are off again. Hello, one, two, three, four. Hello. 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 Wait, just... You'll have to abide with me here for a minute. This happens in the studio a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know that I can't hear anymore in here? Eh, it's gone. Gone forever. Wait, I'll try it again. Oh, I see. 
Oh, uh, there it is. It's the power cord here. There we go. There, there I'm okay. Power cut off in here. I see. Mr. Pfeiffer has his minions everywhere. Hello. There it goes again. Jerry, would you hook that uh, cord up there? There we go. All right, I'll just hold on to it. It's okay. Now, uh, I, I, I don't want uh, any of you to misunderstand. Uh, I want to make this perfectly clear. And it is this. That uh, you can't, you can't, no, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Right? And uh, so since we are now moving into a new year, I, again, wish to go on record. And I want to make it perfectly clear that any of you who like the old fuzzy, cuddly shepherd who played the Jew's harp, who uh, played the kazoo, said bad things about bluebirds, sat around and, and the actually approved of cockroaches, told these ridiculous stories about how the fist fights he got into in the army and all that stuff. For those of you who like that, that vastly imperfect person, I am only going to have to tender you solicitations and say that he will no longer be with you. For those of you who wish to thrust forward cleanly and clearly and with a dedicated zeal into the future, who wish to have something to believe in, who want to hear the news every 12 seconds, who want to hear the time. I will not let you down on the time next year. We will give the time every 45 seconds or less. We will give you the temperature. And this will be a program of meaningful Socratic dialogue. Okay? Have I made that perfectly clear? For old time's sake, Art, can I have just a couple of notes of that tune? But it's gonna be kinda of sad not hearing this anymore. This is the last time. Ah, goodbye, old feckless past. Goodbye, old light. Chilly, shallying, fuzzy-headed past. We are marching bravely into the future. Let's bring the theme up there. And uh, you hear this terrible theme? Bring it up there at large, Art, so they can hear it. This awful theme. Beginning next year, and I'm wor- right now working on it, we are doing away with this supercilious theme. Do you notice that, uh, that uh, David Brinkley... John Chancellor and those guys, they come on with Beethoven's fifth. They do not come on with the sound of some guy playing a piano with his knuckles doing a tap dance. No, sir, eh? <laughs> you like that image, didn't you? Yes, sir, we're looking through Sibelius. We may come on with little Sibelius. We may come on with uh, possibly a little Shostakovich. Maybe uh, his Leningrad symphony, the Lento movement. But you can be sure that you won't be hearing this frivolous piece of frippery much longer. I feel better now. I am a more serious, concerned, dedicated human being. And by God, I've got to stick that way. And I don't want to hear no griping out there. Right? March with me. Forward into the new year. Let's go, gang. We'll get...
right with it this time. Come on, Marge, for crying out loud, Marge. Oh, come on. W.O.R. New York, next, Lester Smith and the News. This is the news in detail on the hour from the W.O.R. Newsroom. Two years in the making, a report was released tonight on the tightening up of the state's court system. W.O.R.'s John Kelly reports from Albany. A special state commission has recommended a top-to-bottom shakeup of the state's court system. The recommendations include a gradual state takeover of court costs, abolishment of the bail system, and the merger of several lower courts into a new superior court. Former state senator D. Clinton Dominic of Newburgh headed the 11-member panel. Although the commission found much that is right with the state court system, it found too much that is wrong. Administrative responsibility is fragmented. Criminal and civil case backlogs are too large. The need to resort to plea bargaining in criminal cases is too prevalent. Judges and other court personnel are allocated unevenly. Court facilities are inadequate. The procedures for disciplining judges are cumbersome and lack flexibility and public understanding. The bail system discriminates against...